Welcome to the Winding Road Home, now available on demand on all of your major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, just to name a few. I'm Russ Salerno, your show host, and alongside me is my lovely wife, Yvette. How are you doing, Yvette? Fantastic. And how are you today? Wow, I'm doing great. It's like I haven't seen you in forever. Forever, yes. Um, hey, guys, we would love it if you'd subscribe to our podcast again and give us a five-star review. Um, we do appreciate all of the uh, the feedback. And uh, if you don't want to give us a five-star review, then just just don't leave us a, a review at all. We we don't we don't want a one-star review. We we like to have weighted grades on one side. They who we're, we're better than a one star. Well, give us two. Don't don't do the one. Make us come because I mean in today's world, no, five, five, don't five, five. we don't want to feel bad about ourselves. So um, you know we're not in a competition. So just give us whatever you want. Give us a one. I don't you know. Anyway, forget I said that. Hey, look, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as contact the show via email with suggestions, comments, snarks, whatever. Uh, Just at, send those to Russ. Yeah, and at the it's called the Winding Road Home at gmail.com. and so you can uh, definitely communicate with us there. Um, this podcast is, is just a response. Um, to God tugging on our heart to do something bigger than we are, something we're unfamiliar with, and we believe there's more that God's going to do here. I believe it. I believe absolutely, right? Um, she's supposed to agree with me there. Yeah, she's not. Oh, she's nodding. nodding her head. See, the thing is, you know, the, oh, this is radio. Hold on, not hold on, TV. Hold, let's try this again. Uh, uh nod your head. Uh huh. No, no, just nod. Can y'all hear that? <laughs> uh, see, see what I'm saying? All right. So uh, we are grateful that you guys would take a moment out of your day to listen to the show. It means so much to us that you take 20, 30 minutes out of your day uh, because we know that uh, time is of the essence and there's not much of it. And uh, we appreciate it. We love you guys. Also, we'd love to uh, uh, give a shout out to all the servicemen and women for what they do to protect our freedoms. Guys, way to go. We do appreciate you guys. We appreciate the servicemen and women. We appreciate all you guys. Hey, look, um, so we're trying to figure out exactly how many shows we're going to do a week, um, when we should do them, and kind of a golden rule, I guess, in broadcasting is like a Tuesday is a good day. So we we figured we'd switch this up and do like a Monday night for a Tuesday morning drive to work or or whatever. So we're thinking like a Tuesday and a Thursday and maybe a weekend. Um, Guys, give us some feedback and let us know when you think the best times are because we're looking at maybe two to three a week. Um, so, so just, just give us some feedback. If that's okay with you guys, we're going to go from, uh, we're going to do Monday nights and a Wednesday night. So you'll have something for Tuesday and Thursday morning on your, on your ride to work. So, um, Hey, so on today's show, we're going to discuss whether when you receive a gift, if you have to pay for it or you, you feel, or you feel like you like got to pay it. for it. Yeah. I mean, is it really, is it really a gift? And if you've if you've been made to feel like a gift is is something you have to repay, I mean, is I mean, I almost like give it back, right? But specifically, we want to talk about the gift of salvation and and um, what it's like to feel like you got to pay like you got to pay God back. And so uh, we'll get into that. We'll talk a little bit about legalism, a a term that is very burdensome to uh, to Christians. 
and uh, anybody who's who 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 uh, who maybe thinks that Christianity is a is a legalistic you know burdensome system or worldview to 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 live under and that's it's un, it's unfortunate but um, hey speaking of Christians ran, I had lunch with a vet today we ran into some Christian friends of ours who are going to uh, Disney World and it was great catching up with them and I was telling them I used to work at Disney a long time ago and. We're talking about, uh, you know, just going on, uh, I told them where to go in Epcot. I told them, stay away from the mission mission to Mars. That thing is, it's basically a large centrifuge. and Centrifuge. Centrifuge. And it's just, it, you want to talk about getting sick? I walked out of there, there's like a couple times in my life that I thought I was, I was, I was, I was out of here. And that was one of them. I, mean, I, don't, know, I don't know what it is, but it, I mean, that, the guy, when you walk in, the guy at Mission to Mars tells you, don't look at your instruments. You're not actually flying the spaceship, okay? So of course you're going to look he says, at just the look, instruments. Yeah, he says look straight <laughs> at just look straight in the screen because if you look down at the instruments, you're done. I'm just telling you. So what am I going to do? I mean, I'm going to look at the instruments. I'm I'm a human. I'm a, I'm like a kid, right? Hey, I'm going to look at the instruments, see if I can pull it off. Don't touch that; it's hot. Oh man, oh man! I'm telling you, what I walked out of there, I, you were you were I was green, done. You were, mm, I was, was bad. done. I mean, it was. It I was, was so happy that I didn't go on it. That's all. Yeah, I, can say. I, I really sort of thought that uh, I, I sort of felt like Barney. You know, inside that man's body is a little child calling out for help. Help me! Help me! He's saying. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I was. I was saying, help me, help me. It was bad. Well, we decided that after forty. We're just not meant to go on roller yeah, coasters. I mean, roller, well, it's, but it's not a roller coaster, but roller coasters. I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, I anything even, with motion. I have to take Dramamine I, to go in the car, so I'm the last person. Look, I get a little queasy sometimes when I'm in the theater with the popcorn roller coaster. You know what I mean? The <laughs> one you're just, you know, right before the, you know, right before the, the movie, with the, you know, turn off your cell phones and there's popcorn flying all over the place, and you're like, it'd be kind of weird. Wouldn't it be kind of cool if like. You went to a realistic kind of theater where they had the the intro and the popcorn flying everywhere, and when they turn the lights on, you got like butter all over you and no candy. No. And you got chips and M and M's everywhere. Anyway, just a just a thought. Just trying to make it real, you know, make it mix it up a little bit. Yeah, that would be that'd be good. I mean, I don't know. I I, I thought that was fine. Anyway, um, so and also I wanted to, I wanted to share about this weekend. You know, that the the dance competition. So our daughter dances and she competes and we go to these dance competitions and we've been doing this for years. I just don't understand some not all. Now I'm not I'm not throwing every dance mom under the bus. But there's there are some crazy dance moms out there. And I I don't know what it is, but this 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 uh, this desire to say get it girl. Go ahead, get you some. Go, go, ladies! Get you some, ladies. I, I just, I can't. Yeah, what, that what was is... this weekend. That was that was a little much, and the, and they were in front of us, and it's like was incessant through the entire dance. Like if it was me dancing, I would I would have stopped and said, "Would you all please be quiet? I can't even yeah, focus." I'm trying to feel, like literally in the middle of the dance. It's like, get it, ladies, get it, ladies. But I think what got you last year is when someone's father, their daughter, was going up to do a solo. And, and he she, was yelled, in a, she was in a skimpy outfit. She was in a skimpy outfit. And he says, get it, girl. Get and it, girl. I thought Russ was going, I thought you were oh going to crawl goodness. under I, the chair. I looked at him like, dude, are you serious? Are you seriously telling your your, your daughter to get it, girl? Yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm telling you what. Mm. That is, uh, that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. But anyway, 
Um, I digress because I, I, anyway, I'm never going to be that guy. I'm going to be the, 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 the quiet dad. And I, you know, I don't really care, um, what, how my daughter, what, where she places. I just love to go watch her dance. She's, she's my little princess dancer and she dances for Jesus. At least I hope she does. She tells me she does. So she does. She loves to dance. She just enjoys it. She does. So anyway, uh, when we get back, we're going to, we're going to talk a little good, bad and crazy. Or is it cray-cray? We'll find out. All right. So uh, with that, um, we have to go right into our uh, intro with uh, Good, Bad, and Cray-Cray. And, uh, Do we have to say cray-cray? Well, well uh, no more cray-cray. We're not doing it. We're, we're, we're hip. We're already hip. We can go back to crazy. That's like, that's like, can you do me a solid? There's a point where you just have to say, honey, I right. may, you may be stuck in the 80s. All right, we go. Welcome to the good, the bad, and crazy. All right. So the good. Um, from the Blaze reporting, there was a, uh, a formerly homeless immigrant teen from Trinidad that was recently accepted into 17 colleges. Homeless, all kinds of... You know, everything stacked up against him. And um, uh, you read this story. His name is Dylan. You read this story and you just you just get motivated. I mean, if you're a kid and you got nothing, you say, hey, uh, I can't accomplish anything. I got, you know, I wasn't set up in the right situation. Uh, my parents, you know, didn't have anything. Therefore, you know, I mean, I look, I agree. Some people have it better than others. I get it. But if a guy like this can make it out of a homeless situation and get accepted into 17 colleges, it's it's truly, you know, it's really is about, you know, you. It's about how hard you work and how much effort you give, no matter what. And I'm an athlete, former athlete. And um, I mean, I, I know every year at UCF, there was someone competing for my job. And in this in this world, it's brutal. Well, and it's a testament to hard work. Is yes, you can. I mean, you can get so far by what you're given or benefits or position you're in. Yeah. But there's no way you're going to. Even if someone sets you up in a position, eventually someone's going to realize whether you can really produce or not. And, yes. And I think that's what happens a lot. And you see a lot of these kids that come out and, like you said, they may come from nothing. But just because yeah. you come from nothing is not an excuse. Well, hard work. Because this shows, yeah, that hard yeah. work, and he put his mind to it. I mean, he was, he was, he became a legal uh, citizen. Mm -hmm. he, he was an immigrant from an immigrant family, 17 schools. That's, yeah. I mean, that's to be applauded. Yes. That's hard, hard work works, folks. Hard work works. This is something else I know. Hard work is undefeated. It's undefeated. Okay. So. Um, it's really all about effort. It's all about effort. If you, if you give the effort, good things are going to happen. And you know, you're honor God when you do that too, because, because God doesn't want you to take the short, the shortcuts. So way to go, Dylan. Um, all right. On to the bad. Um, what happened in Christchurch, New Zealand was horrific. I mean, 50 people have been killed. There was one shooter. This guy just mentioned that, um, he, the nation with the closest values, um, to his own are from the people's Republic of China, which is a predominantly atheist communist country. They hate God. You know, how can you hate God when you don't believe in him? I always, that always, that always baffles me about atheists. I say they hate God, but I thought you didn't believe in him. Well, okay. That's another conversation, but, um, predominantly atheist country. And, uh, in fact, recently, um, 
there's there's a there's a report out um, from Christian headlines that Chinese officials are now they're tired of the Christian Christian church growing in China. Um, Chinese officials, yeah, Chinese officials vow to eliminate Christianity in China completely. Okay, they they don't want it anymore. They think it's a uh, influenced by the Western culture. They feel like it's a part of the West, and they want it out. So they're gonna they're gonna crack. They're starting to crack. They're gonna start cracking down. And you know, China is one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing, Christian church in the world. And um, so, be praying. I would just be praying for those Christians in uh, in China because they are um, they're they're always under attack. But I think it's I think it could get real for them, and uh, I I would hate that. But um, are there you know, any churches there that are they all underground churches, or yeah. are there actually any churches that are? I mean, they allow um, out in the open. I don't know. Well, I, I actually most need to of them are that. most most of them are kind of um, you know kind of underground, if you will. But um, it says here that China already has a uh, sinicization campaign that that works to bring uh, religions under the country's official atheist party control. And part of the campaign includes trying to make the country's religions more Chinese, and even writing the New Test, rewriting the New Testament with Buddhist and Confucian teaching. So they're talk about confusion. Yeah, there, yeah there's uh, that's a good one. I like that. That's not bad. Um. Yeah, that's a good one. She doesn't normally it just just came was, right out. Yeah, awful witty. Of but me. this is a serious situation. I mean, you know, first of all, they're going to rewrite the Bible. Now Christians are going to know. The Christians over there are going to know. Hey, this is the real deal. It's the it's the people that haven't converted yet that they're going to try to keep from. They don't want they don't want that church to grow anymore. So let's be uh, let's be praying for China, um, because uh, it's a pretty big deal and. Um, uh, it's uh, it's unfortunate, and it, we tie all that back to the horrific incident in New Zealand. Um, it, you know, guns don't kill people; people kill people. I mean, re, I'm going to reiterate that: guns do not kill people; people kill people. Knives don't kill people; people kill people. Spoons don't make people fat; people make people fat because of their desires. Okay. So, so what we're dealing with is a sin problem, not a gun problem. It, guns aren't the problem, folks. It's sin. And when you when you got a guy who's killing these people, uh, fifty people, and he says that his the, his values come from very close to the Republic of China, which is predominantly atheist, which means he's probably an atheist. He's probably filled with hate, and he probably. Had had a thing but against had, Muslims that so much so that he he felt like he was it was okay for him so to just walk in there. Any religion that he's against, any anything, yeah. any belief, because yeah. they believe in a God too. They just don't believe in the same God we do. So um, praying for everybody, uh, all the all the people in uh, Christ Church, and um, that's actually where Ray Comfort is from. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. Ray so, Comfort is an evangelist that I love. He's a he's a been an inspiration to me uh, for so many years, and um, that's that's his hometown. So he's just, he was a Especially um, impacted there personally. I think it's interesting. The name of the city is Christchurch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, but he attacked Muslims in Christchurch. That's I guess he maybe he figured he'd, you know. This guy is clearly out to to get his name out there. Like he he filmed this on live streaming. Oh, the video. The, the news. I mean, I didn't see it, but but a news anchor that had seen it, what she said was, she was from uh, New Zealand was. 
horrific what yeah. he did and and yeah that he videotaped himself and then yeah he's <laughs> just he's, crazy he's things. doing it for the attention he's doing it for the attention he wants the attention so we aren't going to mention his name i have his name right in front of me but i'm not going to mention his name i wouldn't but know I, it and i don't want to know but it. anyway so on to the crazy um this guy beto o'rourke is running for president he's from Te- he's from texas and um you know anybody that is a vote to kill babies, I'm going to call it on this show. Okay. Here's a guy, famous guy, running running for president. Some say he's got the the best chances of being a being the Democratic uh, uh, representative. Nominee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nominee. And, um, you know, his name isn't even Beto. It's Robert Frank. He did the Beto thing just to kind of uh, impress the Hispanics in Texas to win, over, uh, win, emo- win people over to him. In, in competition with uh, Ted Cruz. But here's what Beto, as, well, Mark Levin calls him Beto O'Dork. Here's, here's what Beto O'Dork uh, has to say after being questioned about um, abortion. Are you for third trimester abortions or are you going to protect the lives of third trimester babies? Because, you know, there's really not a medical necessity for abortion. It's not a medical emergency procedure because typically third trimester abortions take up to three days to have. So you would, in that sense, if there was an an emergency, the doctors would just do a C-section and you don't have to kill the baby in that essence. So are you for or against third trimester abortions? So the, the question is about abortion and reproductive rights. And, and my answer to you is that that should be a decision that the woman makes. That should be a decision that so 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 he's basically, um, he's basically endorsing um, you know murder. That's it. He's he's, he's I, don't, I don't care how you put it. He's he just endorsed murder uh, because he tried. But you know what the sad thing is? Did you hear how loud we had to turn it down? Did you hear how how loud? Those hoots right. and hollers and screams were. Well, for here's all those the deal people. with that. This the reason for that is is guys like him don't go into uh, into arenas that they feel like like they have to answer for themselves. They always kind of set themselves up for oh, exactly cushy questions and and you know they're like a, like a, a, a Alexandria uh, a Cortez a- AOC. AOC. She's not going to go into the lines then with a Mark Levin. She's, she, I mean, there's, there are so many people like Mark Levin would eat her, her lunch, literally eat her lunch. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's in his own, he's in his home court. He's with people, you know, and somebody challenged him on it. And you could tell when she was asking him the question, he was just like, yeah, yeah. Hurry up with this question. Cause I got to get this out. Of, you know, this is so all these people are going to hoot and holler for me. Because- y'all probably know who he is and you're probably not going to vote for him anyway. Those of you listening to our show, but Beto O'Rourke endorsing murder. There you go. So. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about whether you think getting a gift and asking if you're asked to pay for it back or you feel like you have to pay for it back, is it really a gift? gift. I don't think it doesn't so. sound like it. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. All right. So, have you ever been. You know, ever been sitting around the tree at Christmas time? Someone gives you a gift. Let's see. I mean, and, and they say, okay, that'll be twenty bucks or however many dollars. I mean, we go so far as to take the price tag off of something, right? So people don't know the price of it, um, because the value is in the eyes of the person who receives it. And so, 
you know, maybe it's more value to them, valuable to them than what you actually paid for it because it's something they wanted and it wanted and it came from you. But what if you, after, if after you opened up a gift, were asked to, to say, hey, look, I'll, you know, if you don't mind, you know, spotting me that $20 or whatever. I mean, that, that would be kind of weird. Well, I don't think people really do that, but, but I do think that sometimes you, you get a gift and then you're almost made to feel guilty or that person will remind you that they gave you a gift or, you know what I mean? You kind of yeah. feel, you almost makes, it makes you almost feel obligated. Like you feel guilty that they gave you something. Right. And you know, the whole thing is, is people, if you're giving a gift, if you're on the other side and you're the one giving, give out of your heart because you want to, you know, I was, I was talking to my mother this morning and, and it was kind of one of those things as I said, you know, you have a tendency sometimes when people give you a gift or do something that you, you're like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You know, you, that was really too much. And I said, you know, mom, people enjoy giving a gift. I said, so it's just as much of a gift. Like right. if I give you something, mom, I enjoy that. That's, that's joy. Yeah. Don't take the joy from me. Right. And I think that's the other thing we have to remember is when we give willingly and we give out of our hearts, I mean, it's not even the price tag. It's, it's just right. a matter of it's you want to do something nice for someone. And it makes you feel good. Well, to you do are that. stealing someone's joy. If you enjoy mm-hmm. giving a gift, then you're stealing that joy from the gift giver. Exactly. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, you, you should definitely receive it and say thank you and, and, and open the box. I mean, can you imagine like getting getting a gift and like un, uh, you know, unwrapping it and you go, oh, it's so nice. And then you never even open it. You just, I mean, you, you open the gift, like open it up and use it. Um, so when we look at that, I mean, and, and then there's those people who give gifts and parade around, you know, like, uh, I mean, hate to bring up some, some folks, but, um, to me, well, I'm not going to mention any names, but let's just say there are, there are those in the, within the rich and famous yeah. that yep. they, they give gifts and they will money to donate and, and they, I mean, they'll parade around and, 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 and claim and, and, and it's, it's about, it's all about them. It's really just a self-serving, promoting kind of a thing. And, you know, if that's the way you're given too, I mean, you know, there's got to be something there, but I, I don't think that someone who has a, has a uh, mind of Christ would think that way. No. I just don't know. I mean, if you're, if you're a Christian and you're given a gift, you're not given it so you can promote yourself because Christians don't promote them. They're, they're not, we don't promote ourselves. It's not about us. And that's really what this is all about. This whole, this whole uh, gift thing, because, you know, God gave us a gift of salvation through faith alone, not not by works. If it were by works, then a man could boast. And if a man is boasting about what he did, that's pretty that's pretty bold. Like you're basically telling God, "Hey, look, I know that Christ died on the cross and all, but uh, check me out, right? Because I got this. Check this out, God. Look, God ain't surprised by that. God's not impressed. He's not impressed you at can't all. Impress him. He's not impressed at all. In fact, he calls those kind of works, uh, uh, you know, filthy rags. So, so look in the mirror. So, I want you to do this. I want you to look in the mirror, each and every one of you, and ask yourself, why should God let me get into let, let me into heaven, right? Because if and what is your answer? Because if your answer is anything but, because Christ died for me, if it's because I'm a good person or anything like that. You got to be real careful. The focus has got to be on Christ. Okay. So here are some of the ways that I uncover someone's what I call their spiritual condition. Okay. First thing I'll ask somebody is, you know, what they think happens to someone when they die. 
And then after that, if they say, well, hey, yeah, I think people go to heaven and go to hell. And I said, well, where do you think you're going if you when you die? And he said, well, I think most people say, I feel like I'm going to heaven. So some people say, I don't know. They're just honest. Very rarely do I hear people say, well, I'll be going to hell. Very rarely. It happens. It does happen. But most people say, I'm going to heaven. And then I say, well, if you're going to heaven, why do you think you're going to heaven? And man, you want to hear some stuff. There it is right there. That's the answer to their spiritual condition. Well, because I do this, because I do that, <clears throat> because I go to church, because I give money, uh, I, I donate this time. I, 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 it's just the I, me show. And <clears throat> Christ is, he's, he's taken out of the picture. He's not even mentioned. I've had people tell me that, that they're going to heaven because their dad's a preacher. Look, I, I own several wrenches, but I'm not I found a mechanic. this on the web. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much, Google. <laughs> I don't know what she I found. I appreciate that. She found something. Well, what I did is I said I said the name Google, and she started talking to me. So I'm going to... Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm going to turn her down. Jeez. All right. So thank you, Google, for your contribution to the show today. Uh, I should... Bill, I should bill Google for that. No, like, they'll probably want royalties from it. <laughs> no, no, this is this is our show. No, I'm I'm gonna send them a bill. For, they just got. Coverage. I'm gonna send them a bill for three cents. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I uh, apologize for that. So look, um, yeah. So if we if we think that we can do more than Christ did on on the cross, then we're fooling ourselves. And and you think about what he did. What he did, he just like that song that you love, that he he laid his hands out to drive the nails into him. He willingly went to the cross. He he did it for us, and he has asked for nothing in return right. except for you to just receive him and believe in him. He doesn't, you can't repay him. You can't pay back. He doesn't want you to feel guilty. It's it's the ultimate gift. It's the ultimate show, show of gift giving. Yeah. And so many Christians get in this, uh, so there's a couple things, couple things going on here. So many Christians get caught in this thing called legalism. Legalism is basically you're trying to oppress, you're, you're trying to impress God. You're, see, you're seeking to achieve forgiveness and acceptance from God through works, through something that you do to impress him. Okay. You're reaching out, you're reaching out to God and you're trying to, you're basically putting a spotlight on you. Well, that's not what that legalism is 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 easy to get into because you know there are a lot of churches that kind of preach it like you got to be to church every sunday you got to you got to i mean you, you know if if you don't volunteer if you don't do this and it's a bur it's very burdensome and um god doesn't want that he really doesn't now now if you're a christian and you have Christ living in you, you have the Spirit living in you. You'll desire to go to church. You'll desire to read your Bible. You'll desire to do those things. You'll desire to do to do good works. You'll desire to do good things for right. people. If you want to volunteer, whatever it is, you want to help somebody out. You want to pay for something or yeah. help or support somebody. Whatever it is, but you do it out of your heart, and you don't. And the other thing is, is you don't tell everybody what you're doing because if you if you if you if you say I've done this and this and this, mm -hmm. well, then, then you've got your reward then because right. you just took all the credit for what you did and you weren't, were you really doing it for the Lord or were you doing it for yourself? 
Right. Well, see, and the source of you doing something is going to be Christ. So we could do something that might appear to be legalistic, but we're not doing it for the legalistic reasons. Exactly. We're doing it because Christ in us has compelled us to sure. to give this or to go to church or to do whatever. And you're doing those things out of out of the out of your heart, and that's where Christ is. So Colossians two twenty. 23 says, since you've died with Christ to the ele- to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why as why as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Don't do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. These rules have which have have to do with the things that are that are all destined to perish with use are based on mere human commands and teachings. So that's legalism. Okay. So where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So faith is what gets you there. It's that faith. And God wants... And when you put faith in Christ alone, that puts the focus on Christ. It takes it off of you, and it also produces that humble spirit because you're no longer interested in, look at me. And the legalism is... Um, it's, it's, it's dangerous. Well, because remember, going back to the gift, salvation, the free gift of salvation... That's right. what we have. We don't have to, we could never pay God back and he would never expect us. We, he wouldn't, like you said, if you trying to pay him back or one up him or show him what you, you can do is, is worthless to him because right. he did this out of his deep love for us that he gave us this free gift. I mean, there's no other free gift out there and, well, there's, well, there's, I mean, there's, there's not. And I mean, uh, you know, James two, ch- uh, chapter two, uh, verse 17 to 21 says, um, in the same way, faith by itself is not accompanied, uh, if not accompanied by action is dead. So if you don't have the, if you don't have the works, well, then your, then your faith is dead because if you are a Christian, then you are going to do things, but it's the, you are going to do good things, but it's the source with which the desire comes from to do the good things that you do. It's Christ in you that wants you, yeah. that wants the, so, the reason why you want to do these things. So, you know, trust God. Don't feel, don't look, I like to say travel light, travel lightly. Don't, don't feel burdened. Um, let Christ in you compel you to, to, to go out and share the gospel. I mean, most people, most Christians aren't sharing the gospel. And we, I know that, Statistically, three percent of only three percent of Christians share the gospel on a regular basis. Sharing the gospel, I think, is one of, uh, to me, it is a clear indicator that you are a Christian, because you have this desire in you to to share with others what God did for you and the free gift of salvation through through faith in Christ, and you'll put yourself out there, whether in front of a friend or someone who's homeless or or a stranger or whoever. And you're willing to just go ahead and put yourself out there. You're putting your trust in Christ, and you're also you're also proclaiming Christ with your mouth. That's that informational evangelism. That's and when you do that, you step out of faith like that. To me, that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate because you're not only showing that you have received the gift, you're giving the gift as well. And um, so. Uh, I am an evangelist at heart, and I'm always probably going to have an evangelistic bend to what I talk about. But I feel like um, we as Christians need to um, step away from I'm doing this to make myself look good, and I'm not. I'm not accusing anybody. Look, I used to play the drum. I play the drums, and uh, I've been playing the drums since I was a little kid. 
And I played, I played the drums in church before. I've played in many churches in my lifetime. And um, I can sit here and tell you right now that uh, there were many times I enjoyed playing the drums more than I enjoyed playing the drums for Christ. That I really liked the song, and I couldn't wait to play it because it was an upbeat song and this, and that, and the other, whatever, and I had a real neat, neat riff and whatever, and, and maybe, maybe inside I made it more about you know the show. And you liked when people said, man, you did a really good job. And that, and that feels good. Yeah, yeah. It makes you it feel feels good. good. Which yeah. is okay. It's it okay is, to feel good about okay. what, what you're doing. It is okay. But, just but you always have to remember. be really, really careful there. Mm-hmm. You got to be super duper careful because um, it's easy. It's easy. We're human. We make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we, we fall into that trap. And so don't let anyone let you, don't let anyone make you feel guilty about. Now, look, if it goes against God's word, then, then, and it's and it's it's clearly out of bounds. I'm not endorsing any any behavior or anything that that goes against the will of God. Okay, but if you listen to a secular song, and you know someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, man, I got you're Christian. Look and listen to a secular song." Now, if this if the song is loaded with cuss words, cuss words, and, and this and the other, man, the spirit ought to be ripping you apart, ripping you a new one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't be, you shouldn't be listening to that because it's, it's feeding your soul. But if you're listening to classic Boston or journey or whatever, I mean, I mean yeah, but know. I mean, just, it just depends, but don't, don't get bogged down in the rules. Okay. Cause the rule is, this is the rule. The rule is die to yourself, die to yourself, run to Christ. And the, the, he handle, he handles the rest. If there's a song that he doesn't want you listening to, he'll convict your heart. If there's a sin that he wants, to, if there's something in your life he wants to get rid of, trust him and he'll get rid of it. Is it smoking? I don't know. I'm not saying people that smoke are not are not Christian. I'm not saying that. Am I saying it's a sin? I don't know. Is it? It doesn't say in the Bible don't smoke, but smoking can be sinful, right? Um, so we can make anything sinful. We can make watching TV sinful. We can make sleeping sinful. We can make the internet sinful. We can make work sinful by working so much because we're so interested in all of our money. Look, look, if you just trust God, he will impress upon you what to get rid of, what to cut back on. Don't let anybody make you feel like you're not a Christian because God's the one that's going to chisel away at you to make you into the person he wants you to be. But you got to stay connected, stay in prayer, stay connected with the Bible, read that Bible day in and day out. Okay. And God will, God will change you. And that will be that will be the reason why you do good things and why your your work will come. And just praise God for that free gift of salvation yes. that He has given. He's offered to everybody. Yes. Um, so so guys, um, if if we keep His commandments, um, that's that's showing love to God. And uh, we, we the only reason we would ever keep any of His commandments is because of Christ in us. So let's keep him the focus, guys. Stay away from the legalism thing. Um, another thing is because that legalism thing turns off um, non-Christians. Because if you go legalistic and then you slip up, because legalism is about all about rules, and you slip up, guess what the non-Christian's doing? Oh, look at you, Mr. Christian. Yeah, I thought you were a Christian. I thought and guess you what? Yeah. You, you will mess up because you, we're not perfect. <laughs> It's going to happen. We all make mistakes. It's going to happen. I mean, we make you, mistakes every day. You look at you look at now, and you, let, let's just look at Washington for for, for just Washington D.C. is a prime example. There are probably 
hundreds, if not thousands, of well-intentioned individuals that go into Washington thinking they're going to they're going to change the world. And I don't know of anybody that has come out of Washington a good person or better. better let's person. just say a better person than when they went in, right? Because the world will gobble you up. And power is one of those things that just, that gets you, right? And so I guess what I'm saying is we're broken and um, we will fall for anything. Don't let legalism um, burden you. Um, don't fall into the trap, folks. Trust God. He'll change it from the inside out. Um, that's really, that's really the message to today. Just, just, just love on God daily and uh, love on others because of Christ in you. Guys, we love you. We are so grateful again for all of the, 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 the feedback and, and everything. I mean, just, it's just a blessing. And, you know, all five of you out there, we really appreciate. We love each, each There's and every like one of seven you. seven of them. I think it might be seven now. Hey, we love you guys. Well, we do love you. Thank you all so much. Have a great day. Bye now. Bye.